I can't believe it. I almost don't want to do this. I almost don't want to. (laughs) She is on the edge of tears. And this is how serious this was today. We were at Zumba and she was like, we should just skip Zumba and do it. And which is wild because we never skip Zumba. No, not in like seven years. Yeah. So we, I mean, we often go to Zumba together and then record the podcast after. I couldn't believe it. And we kind of like go to Zumba and we kind of like don't talk. And then we like come to your house and we're kind of like chit chatting, but we, but we, we know we're saving our friendship for the for pod. The pod. <laughs> We just do Zumba talk in Zumba. Yeah. (laughs) So that's how serious this episode was. Uh, 2G. I just have so many memories of being in hard times and being in the lowest lows and watching this episode and letting myself just release into the like into the feelings of of Buffy and Angel like just escaping this is I mean yeah this is a great way to tap into those feelings yeah yeah especially for you you know you can see how important it is oh yeah all that stuff with the single mama well let's get into it let's get right into it and What's the sitch murmur? Tell me what is happening. Yes. So we start off like immediately where the last episode left off, which is freeze with a gun. And it is the popo. Um, They're there to like arrest Buffy for for the murder of all of her fellow classmates. (laughs) (laughs) Makes perfect sense. Sure. Um, But Snyder's there. Like he has obviously... I think orchestrated this or or called the police or something because he's he's there in the background trying to like get her this whole time. He's off the clock, yeah. Just waiting to for Buffy to make a mistake. Yep. And she's had enough, and she calls him a stupid little troll. She sure does. <laughs> it's amazing. It's very satisfying. Well, I'd love when stakes of a season get mushed into one episode and then you get these things that on their own are usually really high high stakes, AKA being kicked out of school. Mm -hmm. But then they're mushed into an episode where it's literally life or death. Yeah. And the being kicked out of school thing becomes not a big deal. It doesn't even matter. Like, of course we're at the end of this episode, we see the actual consequences of all of these different events. Mm Mm-hmm. So of course it become it kind of becomes a big deal again later, but in that moment, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. No. And she's like, "Fuck off!" Like yeah. this is more important than you. And his power is quite like he doesn't have any power. Like it's interesting. He's like trying to wield his power, and it just doesn't matter. <laughs> He's such a little twerp. 
Um, so they're trying to arrest Buffy. Um, she doesn't really get a chance to check on all her friends. Like, she sees Xander, like, looks dead. Willow looks dead. Kendra is dead. I didn't know if she was actually dead, but she is R.I.P. dead. What a brutal loss. That's so sad. She just barely became, was in her slayer dumb. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, this is the fate of a slayer. Yes. Like, I love being, re- I mean, I hate it. I'm going to use love a lot in this episode, and what I mean is it hurts so good. Like, it hurts so good. That's the kind of love I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And and I love the reminder that these are expendable women. Yes. Like, she's a slayer, and, and she's dead now. And Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um. So she doesn't get to, Buffy doesn't get to see if anyone's alive or whatever, um, uh, but the cops try and arrest her and then she just beats them up. And she's runs like, away. She's I don't like, have time for your shit. Yeah. Cause she has been arrested before <laughs> for, um, killing Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice they brought that cop back? Same cop. Oh, I didn't know. That's it was questioning the same Joyce. Cop. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. Of course. Buffy's got a record. Um, So, for murder. Uh, um, So, uh, she's just like, fuck this. Like, there's too much at stake. The world is at stake. So, she just beats up the cops, which is amazing. They try and shoot her, but she runs away. Excellent. And then she goes to the hospital. She's like, fugitive Buffy. She's got, like, her beanie and her, like, black coat. She's like... Looking around, like trying to like hide her face. I love this outfit. <laughs> it's great. It's it's really good. Anyone can afford this outfit. Let me just tell you. <laughs> All you need <laughs> is a black beanie. Is a black toque and an oversized sort of brown jacket. Yeah. I wore this all the time. And you're in disguise. Yeah. Undercover at the hospital. Incognito. So we see she sees Xander. He's okay. Mm-hmm. He's broken his arm, but he's okay. But he's Obviously very upset. Like, Buffy tries to make a joke, and he is not joking because he brings her to Willow, and Willow is in a coma. None of this she knew. None of this Buffy knew. No. Also a very new, very novel situation for us to be put in in this show is, is where Buffy doesn't know what's happening. No. And she's sort of, like, in this fugitive state, and she's out of... Out of control. They don't know where everyone is. Yep. Everyone got split up and scattered. Um, Cordy shows up. She's okay. She just ran away across three counties. <laughs> she just he's the fuck out. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, Buffy says so too. Yeah, do what you got to do. But then they're like, then Buffy's like, so where's Giles? And they're like, he's not here. And he's not with you. So Giles is fucking missing. And then we get this sound cue. Where this sound cue that it's like it's like a rattle of like bones or a rattle of like a wooden xylophone sort of I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in. Did Giles keep up with you? I didn't see Giles. You mean he's not in the hospital? No. This this is a <laughs> This is a sound that is uh, iconic for for Buffy. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love it. These are like all the little themes, the suspense themes and the Buffy and Angel themes and the Drusilla theme. It's all here. Yeah. It's amazing. Definitely. So we did see in the last episode 
Angel, like, dragging Giles away. So, like, we know that he's been taken by Angel. But now we see him with Angel. Um, and Angel's like, I'm, I'm going to torture you, man. Like, until you tell me what I need to know. I love torturing. I haven't done it in a while. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> he's such a straight shooter, hey? I know, yeah. It's <laughs> freaky. Yeah, it's, uh, really, really bad. And we are going to, like, flash back to them, like, multiple times throughout the episode of, of Giles getting more and more tortured. Roughly 25 minutes mm. of the episode will, will, will travel through, uh, with like a glimpse of their interactions, like three times. Yeah. It really feels like it's a long time. It's a long time. And you can see Giles deteriorate. It's amazing because we don't see what Angel does. No. We just have to imagine what he does. How did you feel about that? Was it effective? I did feel like it was effective. Like, we don't need to see what... I think it's I think it's more effective to imagine what Angel's doing. Because you can imagine all sorts of tortures. Yeah. And it's horrific. I think that's also a testament to how evil we know he's become. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, they've earned it. He's scary. He's He kills everybody. Yeah, and he's not... He doesn't hesitate. No. He doesn't have a conscience... He doesn't have morality, so he will just he will just do things and, and it'll be fucked up. Yep. Angel so far is a villain with the most casualties that we've seen on this show. Mm-hmm. So even the master doesn't have as many casualties as Angel does. Mm, like Absolutely. In almost every episode since he became evil angel, he's killed, he's killed. someone. A civilian, like a, a just random people every episode. So yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Uh, but then um, we see Buffy go to Giles' house to check if he's there, and Whistler is there. <laughs> I still don't know who this guy is, but Buffy says, "Are you some immortal demon sent down to settle the score between good and evil?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, good guess." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's what he is. He didn't say what he was or what he was doing but he kind of says it wasn't supposed to go down like this so this implies he is he knows Mm -hmm. what was supposed to happen Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. like we talked last time about who this guy was who this demon is like about fate and destiny and stuff so i don't i don't exactly know what he's doing he's just at giles house the whole episode doing something we know he's a demon. Yeah. He tells us he's a demon, mm-hmm. which is our first demon who's not out for blood. Yeah, who's not like met. a bad demon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly what he is. Yeah. I think that he is a demon sent down to settle the score between good and evil to keep balance. Keep balance. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Uh, I mean, he, he kind of says it, but um, still don't know that much else about him. Definitely. Well, and why? Yeah, why? And who for who from? Yeah. And why is he just in Giles' house the whole time? <laughs> yeah. And why does he know all of this stuff? Like, he has yeah. a relationship with destiny, and he has a, a knowledge of sort of all time. And slayers and, and vampires and the relationship. Like, that is obviously because he introduced angel to buffy like that way you know he just knows about this stuff but i don't know why mm-hmm. we're gonna see mm-hmm. or maybe we won't i don't know <laughs> um 
So then Buffy goes to, like, leave. She's going to go, like, find Giles. And there's cops. They found her. They're like, get down. We're going to shoot you. And then I screamed so loud when Spike just comes out of nowhere and beats up all the cops. And then he says, hello, cutie. (laughs) Hello, cutie. Oh, you hold on a second. Hey! White flag owner, quit. Let me clear this up for you. We're mortal enemies, we don't get timeouts. You want to go around, pet Oliver Gay, all time of it. You want to stop Angel? We're going to have to play this a bit differently. What are you talking about? I'm talking about your ex, pet. I'm talking about putting him in the bloody ground. <laughs> this has got to be the lamest trick you guys have ever thought up. He's got your watcher. Right now is probably torturing him. What do you want? I told you, I want to stop Angel. I want to save the world. Okay, you do remember that you're a vampire, right? We like to talk big. Vampires do. I'm going to destroy the world. It's just tough guy talk. Strut around with your friends over a pint of blood. The truth is, I like this world. You've got dog racing. Manchester United. And you've got people. Billions of people walking around like Happy Meals with legs. It's all right here. But then someone comes along with the vision. With the real passion for destruction. Angel could pull it off. Goodbye, Piccadilly, farewell, Leicester, bloody square. You know what I'm saying? So great. And then we get one of the best scenes of the season. It's so good. Their conversation. It's amazing. They're philosophizing. They're arch nemesising is amazing. And they're, they just have a great, like, chemistry. Yeah. Like, they have great little banter. Oh, my God. Spike is so hot. <laughs> He's so hot. He's so smart. So smart. He's so honest. Yeah. Like, he was like, so he talks about, like, so he's like, I'm here to save you. (laughs) And I want to save the world. And he wants to save the world. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we've been, like, fighting for this whole year. For a year. And you've tried to kill me many times. Like, I don't trust you. And then he explains, like... I like I like the world. I mean, this is true. We saw Sp- Spike loves chaos and being in the world. And this is what I always thought is like, why do these vampires want to destroy the world? Like, they would just die. Like, die? I don't know. And there's a religious undertone to this. They, they worship the end of the world. They worship darkness. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's. But I, I totally buy Spike being yeah. like, I don't want this. Like, I was having fun before. I want, and I said this last episode, like, what's Spike's motivation? He wants it to be like it was before. He was having a lot of fun with Drusilla. He just doesn't want Drusilla to die and be sick, which is what was happening to her. Yeah. But he wants their creepy love, and he wants Angel to be fucking gone because he's ruining everything. 
And he wants to cause chaos in the Spike earth. wants sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yes. He wants to travel the world with his hot girlfriend, mm-hmm. fuck all around everywhere, and hang out and eat delicious food. Like, yeah. that's what I want. Absolutely. And so, <laughs> and then he's just, he finds some smokes in the cigarette, or in the cop's pocket, and, like, just starts smoking them. God, he's so hot. He's so <laughs> casual. Oh, yeah. I don't know how James Marsters does it. I watch him. And I'm like, you're not doing anything. And he's doing everything. Yeah, it's so good. He's just got such a great, like... He he just is him. He knows the character. And it's just been great seeing his arc, too. Like, him be sad Spike. And then, like, Uh kind of formulate this plan. And and when he said, hello, cutie, it's, like, very... It's, like, Spike back, baby. (laughs) Like, it's very witty, cute, one-liner Spike. I love it. I love him. And then they strike a deal. Yeah. Well, or they agree to talk. They're they're not going to kill each other. Yeah. And they're going to hang out and talk yeah. for a while. Um, and Buffy's like, she doesn't trust, but uh, she doesn't trust him. But also, he's not c- killing her. And no, and his argument is too. Convincing. It makes sense. Yeah. Like it's it's not a trick. Yeah. It's not a trick. Um. But it's just so weird to have a vampire because we've never seen this. We've never seen a vampire do this. No. Like make a deal or like act in a way that's not just bloodthirsty, kill you on sight. You know? Absolutely. Um, They have a common enemy. Yeah. Which it's really interesting. Yeah. We haven't seen this with a vampire before. So we've seen Angel with a soul, but we have like Spike does not have a soul, but he has motivations and objectives. And he has self-preservation. Yeah. No other vampires we've really had. They have it, but nothing's driven them into the arms of the enemy. Yeah. Like, Spike's willing to do it. Yeah. So, it's cool. So, after they they kind of, like, go off, and then we have a scene with Will and Xander in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. Xander's so upset. He's, like, Willow's, like, in her coma, and he's, like, you can't die like you're my best friend i love you yeah it's so cute and then willow like it like brings her out she's like oz (laughs) i love a good hospital scene (laughs) i do it's great um and they're in the hospital almost the whole episode which is actually kind of funny but but then oz comes over and like she's wakes up and and It's so cute. They're so into each other. The way he holds her arm and it's like, "Hey, baby, yeah." (gasps) Oh my god, I love it. I love them together. It's like cute. It's like relationship porn. It's lovely. It's so cute. During all this time, Giles is being tortured, as you say, like hours or whatever it is. Hours. Hours. Yeah, I think so. Is what because Buffy doesn't go there till daybreak. Yeah, so it's and he all was night. taken at night. He yeah. was taken before, we can say probably bef- well before midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all night. Oh, it's awful. And then we see uh, uh, Spike and Buffy, like, walking <laughs> to Buffy's house. And Joyce is, or no, they're just walking. And Joyce sees them in her car and is like, Buffy! <laughs> this is an incredible performance by Kristen Sutherland. I love it. It is so funny and so good. It's so, their whole, like, scene together <laughs> is so funny. So Joyce, like, shows up 
and is like, Bobby, the police are looking for you. Who's this man? (laughs) (sighs) And it's so funny. Like, Buffy is like, I'm going to try. I'm, yes, I'm in a band with Spike. (laughs) So funny. Well, let's sing. Uh, it's it's just so I, I found this episode more than last episode had some funny moments of so levity funny. yeah so funny I laughed out loud several times in this episode. <laughs> um so they're in front of Buffy's house and they're sort of trying to explain it away but then a vampire just shows up and Joyce is like ah! like screaming and and then they, Buffy just has to dust him. With his, Spike's help. Yep. Yet another bit of evidence that says he means this. Yep. This uh, deal. It's real. Yep. And then she she tells Joyce, I'm a fucking vampire slayer. <laughs> and Joyce uh, doesn't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Would you? I mean, you would, but. Would no. Not. You wouldn't know what the fuck this was. No. Like. Um, <laughs> so this is amazing. It's been two years, like, of watching, you know, two seasons where she's kept this huge secret. Huge. So this is, like, a huge revelation. There's just so much that happens in this episode that this is just another component of all the things. Yeah. But this is a huge, huge revelation to Joyce. And then, um, we see, like, Buffy on her cute green phone talking to Willow and then Spike and Joyce in the living room. It's so awkward. It's so funny. They're both just sitting there, the like, odd looking couple. around, Ugh. not talking. It's so funny. Seeing Spike doing, like, normal human thing is so funny. <laughs> Seeing Spike in that living room, too, also, it, it reminds me about how young Buffy is, about mm. how, what a different world. Like, Yeah. She says it later to Joyce, but, like, the landscape of her life would be completely different if she wasn't a vampire slayer. Yes. And Spike being in that living room in his leathers and just like, oh, yeah. Like. Rock star. Like, this is a totally different universe. Yeah. With, like, well-lit, like, room and stuff. It's just really funny. And then Joyce says, have we met? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, you tried to axe me one time. It back in um I think it was Halloween. School hard. Oh school hard. Oh yeah, Spike's intro. So yeah. this is way back in the beginning of the season. Um when he came into the school. Yeah, so parent teacher night. Very funny reference. <laughs> um and then this is when it's revealed that Drusilla killed Kendra yeah. on the phone. Yes. Um and uh because I, I really didn't know. Like, we, we were at the hospital, but I didn't know she was dead and for sure until this moment. Yeah. The police say this one's dead ah. at the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's not we, – we have not gone into it. No. Like, it's so, there's so many yeah. things happening. Yeah. It's, like, hard to take in all the shit that's happening. Yeah. And so then Buffy has this, like, funny conversation with Joyce – about being a slayer and they're arguing and Joyce says it's because you don't have a strong father figure <laughs> it's just fate mom i'm the slayer accept it we should call the police no we're not calling the police well, now that we know that you're innocent it's what you thought i was guilty geez feeling the love in this room no i didn't think that it's just 
Now we have proof. We have my word, Mom. Not proof. Look, I am sure that they will understand. You get them involved, you'll get them killed. Well, you're not going to hurt them, are you? I'm a slayer, not a postal worker. Cops can't fight demons. I have to do it. Do what? Buffy, what is happening? Just have another drink. Don't you talk to me that way. You don't get to just dump something like this on me and pretend it's nothing. I'm sorry, Mom, but I don't have time for this. No, I am tired of I don't have time or, or you wouldn't understand. I am your mother and you will make time to explain yourself. I told you. I'm a vampire slayer. Well, I just don't accept that. Open your eyes, Mom. What do you think has been going on for the past two years? The fights, the weird occurrences. How many times have you washed blood out of my clothing and you still haven't figured it out? Well, it stops now. No, it doesn't stop. It never stops. Do, do you think I chose to be like this? Do you have any idea how lonely it is? How dangerous? I would love to be upstairs watching TV or gossiping about boys or God, even studying. But I have to save the world again. No, this is insane. Buffy, you need help. I'm not crazy. What I need is for you to chill. I have to go. No. I am not letting you out of this house. You can't stop me. Oh, yes, I You walk out of this house, don't even think about coming back. She's just freaking out. This uh, You could sort of interchange being a slayer with, like, any kind of teenage problem. Yeah, especially, like, pick the one that's going to really fuck your family up the most. Yeah. Pick that one. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, because the conversation they have is is just about, like, a big choice that your parent doesn't agree with or, like, a boyfriend, you know, a boyfriend they don't approve yeah. of or whatever, some or, kind of choice. Or something that completely destroys the image of you in your parents' mind. Yes. Like... Yeah, because our parents believe we are who we are. Yeah. But there's there's lots of examples where parents ignore who their children become, mm-hmm. who they turn into. And they don't want to know. Yeah. They don't want to know wh- what who they really are. Yeah. Um, Which is the situation we're in. Yes. I will say. Not that Joyce wasn't... Ro- there's been lots of wrong done to Joyce, mm. too. Yeah. I will say... I feel sorry for her. Yeah. But in the heat of the moment, in the heat of this night, I am happy to laugh at this woman's denial. A little. And Buffy says it. She's like, you've scrubbed blood out of my clothing. Like, you don't ask me anything. You, you know. All the fighting. Yeah. Like, you you can't not know what's going on here. And she's, like, in denial and... And Buffy's like, I'm fucking going. Like, I have to go. Like, this is more important. And Joyce is like, don't come back here if you leave. Yeah. It's pretty rough. And I feel, what do you think? So the moment you just described. Mm. When Buffy leaves, there's that long look, and then Buffy leaves. Mm-hmm. And then we get, we, we cut back to Joyce, and we get Joyce's, she kind of crumples. Yeah. What do you think she's thinking? Just wondering. I mean, I don't know. I was like, oh, what a, like, what a wild thing to say to your, like, 
daughter, like, uh, I guess if we can't resolve this huge issue in this five second moment, then you fucking leave forever. Like, it's just not actually, (laughs) I was like, oh, this can't be like a real thing. This is just set in the heat of the moment. Like, this is just like an impulsive thing you would say. Like, this is not like a real way you would parent your daughter. Right? Like, so I felt like she regretted saying that and. Yeah. That's how I read it too. Mm -hmm. I read it as being one of those things that is very damaging in the moment. Yeah. That you regret and it's bad parent, bad parent. Yeah. All parents do this shit though. All parents will make mistakes and say something that they regret. All parents who have to deal with the hard shit in life. Yeah. Have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, when her face crumples and when she sees Buffy leave, I I believe Joyce is like, oh my God, why did I say that? But I also believe that Joyce is angry, confused, um, and traumatized also from seeing a man explode in front of her. Like, there's just been so much. And then there's this other man, and then she hears Angel. She's like, Angel, your boyfriend? Like, she doesn't have, like... There's all these things and conversations happening that she has no... It's, like, going right over her head. And there is no time to fill her in. No. There is no time. No. So it's a terrible situation for Joyce. Yeah. But, yeah, we're all a little bit like, get out of the way, Mom. Yeah. We have to go to work. Yeah, totally. And Joyce has put herself in this situation, not not entirely, obviously. Buffy has hit it, but she's hit it for a reason because... Joyce isn't there, like, 90% of the time. She's, like, off doing something. And then she'll be like, oh, hi, honey. Like, very, you know, we've seen that these past two seasons. So. Definitely. Yeah. So, Um, and here's also where we get the deal. Oh, yes. Angel for Drusilla. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the caveat of if Giles dies, she dies. Yeah. Totally. We get the deal. The handshake. Bowed out. Um, and Spike's like, okay, just let us fucking leave and uh, do anything you want. I'll help you kill Angel. Um, so then at the hospital, Willow is like woken up and she's like, I want to try the spell. Yeah. We're going to do it here. We're going to fucking do the spell. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Willow's like, Xander, go, go help Buffy. Tell her what's going on. Uh, and and then we see Spike has, like, after this deal, gone back to the mansion. He's back in his wheelchair. He's back in his, like... Sleeper cell. Sad Spike. He's in sleeper cell mode. Yes. Yes, he is. Um, being like, oh, buddy, I'll help you. <laughs> oh, but we probably shouldn't kill um, Giles uh, because he might have more information. Like, just very... And Angel's like, right, like, he's very, he's very into Spike uh, helping him mm-hmm. for once. <laughs> well, and we get, this is where we get Jenny Calendar. Yes. This is where we get Angel not succeeding oh, at yeah. getting the the information out of Giles. Mm-hmm. And this is where we say to Spike, take the reins. Yeah. And he does, and he sticks Drusilla on him. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Very in me. See with your heart.
she does to him what what do you see to giles yeah well we saw her do this to kendra before she slit her throat so this is sort of this power she has where we've only seen it in this past two episodes where she's like what does she say be me in me be in me so she sort of like hypnotizes i think that's exactly the word yeah um her victims with her little claws is like, well, and we know like Drusilla has power. Yes. We don't know all the powers. We know she can see the future, but then this is another power. It it, it is like a a kind of telekinesis thing, like where you, you can go into people's minds and see in their minds and stuff. So she is kind of doing this almost like spell thing where she can, become another person it's or almost she- like this this power of having visions yes it's almost like it, it feels like usually it's happening to her mm. but there is also this relationship where she can kind of control them like she can see where she wants to see yeah too and and give visions yeah. maybe or illusions yeah yeah so this is an awful scene with Jenny calendar. What's it like to see her again? Oh, sad. So sad. And Giles is so fucked up by this point. He's just like, Jenny. Well, like- maybe, I mean, I never believe this, but I'm like, and you can tell that he's like, we have to get out of here. I can't talk about this. Yeah. So it's like, it's like he thinks that Jenny has appeared like the, in this moment of need, this powerful woman mm-hmm. that he knew in life. Somehow managed to return to save him from this moment. Yep. Yeah. Um. He is totally genuinely believes that yeah. like she is is there with him, but it's also because he's been fucked up all night. 
He hasn't slept and he's been tortured all night. So he is also kind of in delirium. And, and she is literally in front of him kissing him. Yes. <laughs> and and she sounds like her. She's like, tell me Everything. what to do, you know. And he does. He tells her. I mean, not at first. It's not like he's not like, this is how you um raise a Catholic from the dead. He's just like. We have to get Angel away yeah, from we, him. Yeah, we can't let Angel's, like, blood, you know, go on the thing. And and then Drusilla just starts making out with Giles <laughs> for, like, five minutes. <laughs> she loves it. She just is a little polyamorous being. Yes, she is. <laughs> she loves her work. Yeah. She's great <laughs> at it. And in the midst of this, we also get this Buffy Snyder scene in the library where he expels her. Mm-hmm. And this is when she's like, I don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. she's gone to get the sword that can fight this other sword. Um, the sword that's in the Akathla, um demon. Um, and then after he, like, expels Buffy, he calls the mayor. So this goes all the way to the top of, <laughs> of Sunnydale. <laughs> um, and this is this great scene where Buffy's like, you didn't date anyone in high school. You didn't get a lot of dates in high school, did you? <laughs> you fucking asshole. And she doesn't care. He expels her, and then she's like, I don't care. Like, it's, she's it's She's awesome. just like, you can't hurt me. No. He, nothing he says is as painful as what she's going and has gone through. No. And also, there's no time. Like, she just accepts it. Yeah. And so she's been kicked out of her home. She's been kicked out of her school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else is there? Yeah, to lose, really. Um, and after the Drusilla makeout scene, there's also um, she's gone with the sword back to Giles' house to talk to Whistler. Yes. Now that she's put some more pieces together, she's going back and she's like, "Okay, I'm I'm ready. Tell me the information." And what does he say? What's the key? It's Angel's blood. Yeah, is the key. Yeah. Okay. He, he explains, so we, it's uh, so good. This episode is amazing. We we get pieces of this ritual mm-hmm. sort of eventually reveal themselves through different scenes. Mm-hmm. So we've get, we get the information about um, Angel being the key in his blood from Giles and Angel. Mm-hmm. We get it also from Whistler. Yeah. Um, and Buffy, and he he's talking about... The portal to all hell opening and the only thing that will close it will be Angel's blood. life. His blood. Yeah. His blood. Buffy is like walking to go to the mansion. It is now daylight. So it has been all night. And Xander meets up with her and then doesn't doesn't tell her that Willow's doing the spell. No. So he's just like, kick his ass. And we get, so. What do you think about that? Oh, well, I think it's a huge betrayal. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a huge betrayal. I think that this episode is perfectly balanced in that there are two Judas moments. Mm. Spike, yes, betraying Drusilla essentially, and Xander. Yeah, I was like, Buffy would have done something different if she had known this information. Well, or she would have tried and died, or like she she would have just. But had different information, all the information, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if that would have changed the outcome, but. I don't know either. Yeah. 
I think one of the reasons why this moment is hard to reconcile is that I don't know that it would change anything. Yeah. But what I do know is that it changes how I view Xander. Yeah. Why does he do this? Because I think this is, well, he doesn't, he doesn't believe that Angel deserves, he believes Angel deserves to die. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Like he made it clear in the last episode, he thought bringing his soul back was a mistake and that he doesn't deserve to have a soul or to be alive, you know, alive. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, but because the stakes are so high and because Angel was such a bastardo when he was like mm-hmm. a vampire, yeah. we uh, don't, uh, like, I think it's a horrible thing that Xander does. And also I'm like, wow. Yeah. Angel, maybe Angel should. Yeah. But, but yeah. I can't go there. I can't go there because I'm, because the thought of it completely destroys me. Yeah. But I, but I, like, I will consider it. It's a... I I do still think it's like a valid perspective, but it, yeah. It's, but to strip Buffy of all agency. Yeah, that's not right. No. So I think it's or a to betrayal take, to take the choice from her yeah. to take the information. We have a few dualities. We have a few. It's almost like we have a version of a character on each side of good and evil. Mm. We've got these two magic characters. We've got Whistler and we've got Drusilla. Both have a connection to divinity or to mm. or to all of time. Fate. Yeah. yeah. And they're two characters where maybe time isn't this linear thing. Maybe everything's are, like they're seeing things as though they've already happened. Mm. That's kind of what I mean when I talk about destiny. It's almost like thinking about time as sort of like a weird nerd scientist person and thinking of it as like a a big thing where everything's happening simultaneously. Yeah. Cool. Or everything has already happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like that. There are these two characters that can access that information. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Judases. We have the betrayers, which is Xander and Spike. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's really cool is we have Buffy and Angel who are these lovers that were supposed to be that were destined to be together, pit against each other, and how do they save the world? Good and evil. Yeah, like it's, it's so, it's so good. It's so good. It's perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has a player in the ring. Yeah, their part to play. Yeah. And we have history repeating itself. Mm. We have Willow doing this magic that we just saw last episode was d- being done by a woman mm-hmm. over the death of this Romani girl that all happened all over again. Mm. Like the cycle's just the trippy. Angel in the mansion knows he needs to use his blood now, so he, he does. He recites the Latin shit and uses his own blood and pulls the the sword out of a Catholic. Mm-hmm. And then Spike just starts beating Angel <laughs> Well, before he rips the sword out, he's being beaten. Oh, yes. So he doesn't actually get to finish Not the ritual. Not yet. Okay. So she yeah. almost stops him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, he's able to get there in the nick of time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Buffy interrupts this ritual. Yes. By cutting off the head of 
one of these oh, vampires. Oh, the vampires, yes. And then Spike starts beating Angel, Judas. Yes. And then Drew attacks Spike. We flash back to Willow doing the spell in the hospital, and she is, like, um, she's doing it sort of as she has done, but then she is, like, overtaken by, like, magic spell the spirit. Yes. Willow becomes almost like a channel. Yes. For and other magic. Totally. And just starts like speaking in Latin. In like tongues. And Cordelia is like, speak English. <laughs> <laughs> and then Xander is like saving Giles. And Giles is like, you're not real. You're here to trick me. <laughs> you, they're just sending me what I want. <laughs> Sandra's like, why would they send me? <laughs> and Giles like, okay, you're right. Let's go. It's amazing. It's so funny. Yeah. The scenes in this, they're just total knockouts. Yeah. They're just TKOs. And there's some just great little, like, it's just so good to have a little humor dropped in here and there. Just a little levity in this wildness. So then, okay, and then I wrote, oh, my God, Angel grabbed it. He just gets there. This is where he gets it, and then they have a cool sword fight. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. I learned all this choreography. Oh, my God. And I was, like, jumping off my couch. Yeah, I learned it all. I did this this, uh, fight for my fight night. Oh, this is the fight you did. This is the fight. I think I saw it, but I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> it was a blend between when Kendra fights Drusilla mm-hmm. and when Buffy fights Angel. Cool. Um, of course, I was Buffy in the situation, and my amazing classmate, uh, Samantha Hill, was <laughs> Drusilla. Amazing. And we took the line about where your rib... I'm going to uh, rip out your rib cage and wear it as a hat. We had a few good singers <laughs> from this episode. In our scene. But I learned this whole thing. This is sort of like the anti-sex. Like, the f- they're fighting. This is sort of like sex. Yeah. For me in this show. Because they're superheroes and because he's a vampire and she's a vampire slayer. And we can beat on each other because, again, the genre allows us to do that because mm-hmm. we are not humans. Yep. yep. Or we are elevated humans. We can fight. Mm-hmm. And, like sort of connect in this intimate way through fighting. Mm -hmm. That's why we like to watch action movies. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And, like, I just love it. The end of this season is them having to connect in this ultimate battle. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It had to happen. And Spike grabs Drusilla (laughs) in the background and, like, uh, puts her to sleep like a sleeper hold. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then he sees Angel kind of like best Buffy outside, and he's like, he's gonna kill her. <laughs> Gotta go, <laughs> bye. Yeah. And and like a, a very in character, and then and then whisks Drusilla away. Angel's just about to stab Buffy. He's like, you have no friends, you have no fucking anything. What do you have? And she's like, me. And she grabs the sword between her hands. It's so cool. And in this moment, like, they fight and fight, and then they're in front of the statue of Akathla, and the and the vortex mouth has started to open, and this is the moment where... She's about to kill him. She's about to kill him yeah. as Bad Angel. And this is the moment where his eyes do the flashy, and his soul is returned to him. 
He's like, oh, what's going on, Puffy? That's not fear. That's not fear. Oh, come. Oh, come. this very tearful um like they're reunited and he's like i feel like i haven't seen you in months this is just romeo and juliet waking up in the tomb yes totally this is just that moment that like it is just torture yeah and because she knows she has to kill him. Well, I think she forgets for a hot sec. Not forgets. I think she's, like, transported to another sort of reality in one moment when they connect. And and, and, and she kind of gets it confirmed that it's really him. And mm-hmm. he takes her in his arms and they embrace. And it's so moving. It's so sad. And then she sees the vortex and it's like, oh, my God, it's now. Yeah. It's now. And she has to do it. I was like, 
If it's just his blood, could she just, like, cut him a little? It's not. It's his life. It's his life. Which Giles says. That's what Angel mm. says. My blood, my life. Ah, uh, okay. Like, he has to... It's the human sacrifice of the ritual, if you will. Yes, yes. So she... They have this scene. It's very sad. It's very beautiful. And then she just stabs him. Tells him to close his eyes. Yeah. Oh, God. It, I can't believe uh, she can do it. It's um, it's wild. It's amazing. No one would do that. Everyone I know would let the world burn. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... I don't know. She's a hero. She's, like, what they really are, which is... Like, the cost is her. Yeah, you have to sacrifice everything. Yeah. For the greater good, for the world. But, like, people aren't like that. No one is like that. No. No. But Buffy is. <laughs> <laughs> and and it works. He He dies. He gets sucked into the vortex. And, um... And the vortex closes, and and she's saved the world. Well, we get Buffy just completely crushed, just completely emptied of every single thing that she has Mm -hmm. is gone. She's she's completely beaten. Like, she's living, but she's like the living dead. She's like the walking dead in this moment. Yeah. And she goes back to, we get, so we get some Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. We get full of grace. This is when we can really release. Yeah. And the music allows us to. um, But, yeah, she goes home, packs a bag. Uh, Then it's, yeah, then we cut to the school. And and the gang is all there. They're looking a little worse for the wear, but they're. They're like, where is she? I don't know. We don't. They don't know what happened. And Willow's like, I think the spell worked because I fucking did it. And but they don't know if like they went off together or like what happened. They have no idea. No, they have no idea. And they're like, I guess we'll just like wait and see. Um, they don't know she's expelled. Yeah. They don't know about this fight with Joyce. Joyce also has received the note. Yes. That obviously says. Uh, Fuck you, bye. (laughs) I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, You don't want me here, so I'm leaving. Or I gotta go. Don't look for me. Or whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, So Joyce got what she wanted, what she said, which is why you have to be careful what you fucking say, what you fucking ask for, because that's what she said. If you leave, don't come back. Yeah. Um... And and then we see Buffy, like, sees the gang at school, and then she just turns around with her duffel bag and gets on a bus and leaves Sunnydale. What an end to this season. We are not the same. <laughs> I am not the same. It's not a happy ending. No. No. It's very tragic. Like, the world is saved, yes, but... Uh, at the expense of, like, everyone's lives being destroyed. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, 
yeah, it's fucking rough. It's too much. It's too much. It's an amazing season two. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, like, yeah, it's so good because like any good show, you don't know what you're going to get followed up yes. on. Or what. But there are some sad, the most satisfying stuff to come from season three. Like, season two and season three really are together. You said they're your favorites. They're my favorite seasons, Mm -hmm. yeah. I love the other seasons. I love them. I love them. But the roller coaster of the show is, it's just so perfect. Like, what do we take away from Buffy in this episode? We take away her lover. We take away her family, and we take away her future. We take away her school. Like, this is, she's been completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. She's still a superhero, sure. She can, like, still kick your ass in an alleyway, but who cares about that? Yeah. Like. You cannot just do that. You cannot just be that. And that's what the whole show is about. Like, that you can't just be this sort of, like, nameless superhero with no family or friends or connections or motivations other than being superhero. You have to have other things. But if you have those things, like this is why Kendra's watcher was like, you can't have friends. This and is you why can't have a boyfriend. No. Yeah. Like it's terrible. It's terrible. But it's this weird protection of and these it's your women. burden. Yeah. It's your cross to bear. So either you're burdened because you can't have it or you're burdened because you are and you watch those things die or get destroyed or... Used against you. Oh, it's just so bad. It's like the end of this season is so sad, bad, and mad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a fun no. note to leave on. But it's so funny like you said, there's so much humor. Oh, there's so much. And honestly, seeing Spike become himself again. Was that the highlight of the episode? Other than, like, I can, we don't have to talk about how amazing Angel and Buffy are all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> I just love Spike so much, and he's so hot. I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> Some assembly I honestly really barely wrote anything because they're in the same outfits as last episode. It is just a continuation of of the same night. But I do have a few notes. Um, Oz's outfit in the hospital um, is like a yellow and purple bowling shirt mm-hmm. open over like a t-shirt. And I think the bowling shirt says Larry. I think it says Larry too. On it. <laughs> I love that. I don't know if that's a reference to Larry, but Oz just has, like, eclectic, cool style. I don't think a show would, like, unless it's another Larry reference that I don't know, like, unless in America everybody knows a famous bowler named Larry, (laughs) that, like, I I don't think so. Uh I like to think that it's a little, that they're kind of, like, friends now. Yeah, it's a little something. I don't know. But, like, I love this shirt. It's so um, loud. And... It's just so interesting how they try and give different fashion to the different characters, and they really do in this show, and, like, how they try and make Oz's fashion different than Xander's. Yes. Xander always wears, well, not always, but really mostly wears long sleeve 
stuff oversized but Oz often has this like t-shirt with like a short sleeve oversized button up over top mm-hmm. with like a necklace and earrings mm-hmm. and huge pants and that's the Oz style but I love this like retro-y bowling shirt <laughs> it's very cute and then you talked about Buffy's like in disguise outfit for a minute. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. Um, it's pretty simple. It's plain, but it's just sort of like all dark. She looks like a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> a burglar helmet. Yeah, she does look like a like a burglar, or she looks like a bit like a bad girl. Yeah, totally. With yeah. The dark beanie and her like dark I, I think it is brown. Yeah, I think it's like, dark. Brown. Is it a leather jacket? No, it looks like a. Like a canvas jacket. To yeah, me. maybe just sort of like a heavier jacket yeah. and like dark pants. So she's really incognito. Yeah. All in black. And then Joyce, this is the return of a, fl- a floral robe, the classic Joyce floral robe. It's navy with like white florals. Yeah. We've seen it before. She loves this robe. I love this robe. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's silken. Uh, Joyce just has a robe for all occasions. A robe for the bad news. Yes. For getting the bad news. Yes, yes. And then the only other outfit I noted was at the end, Cordelia is wearing a, a wonderful yellow dress. Yeah. Uh, she looks like springtime fabulous. Like It's like a pale lemon yellow. It's, it's gorge. She yeah. just... Anything like that looks so great with her brunette hair. It's so good. There's just not a clothing out there that doesn't look good. Yeah. On Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. No, I don't. Like some of her outfits are funny because they're dated, but she just looks amazing in yeah. everything. I love the the new trill pants, the zip up in the back pants that Buffy's in for this fight. Mm. Uh, there's just something about this uniform like black top and nude pants and with her big silver cross which she's wearing yes that angel gave her and is she wearing the ring i don't know i don't know we'll have to look at that i don't think so okay yep I but think she, that's gone in the desk she's been wearing crosses i do all these like screenshots for the instagram but she wears crosses with almost every outfit yeah different ones but this is the one Angel gave her. This is a part of Buffy's ritual of grieving Angel is still wearing this sort of talisman. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she's like, I'm doing this for you. I also felt like, I felt like she had this, it's similar to like what happens to Giles. So Giles sees Jenny and it's almost like this last goodbye. Yes. And even though it's not real. And then like. Buffy sees Angel and it's like this last goodbye. Like she already, like he already died to her and she already sort of grieved for months. That's why it's so brutal. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it Just so complicated. But I just feel like, I feel like she's already broken up and grieved this person. So it's, I, it's not easier to do it, but she's sort of gone through these feelings already. Well, yeah, and then she has to kill him. Yeah. So it's like she has to redo it all over again and and stab a sword through the belly of your lover. Like, it's just so awful. And watch him get sucked into a hell dimension. Yeah. It's fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So I'm interested to see if she keeps wearing this cross forever. I don't know. Angel's outfit also is so good. Oh, he's, he's got like this leather pants. Yeah. He his butt look good. Oh, he is such like you just you do just want to just chew on him like a little just want to rip that licorice. shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. He's so evil and he is so sexy. Yes, very sexy. So, it's all it, it he's got it all. Things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. I don't have anything. I don't have anything either. It's perfect. I mean, we talked about everything. This episode is so obviously thoughtful. Um, like, nothing is like dating itself or, or being like too like troubling or weird or anything. It's just about, it's about these characters. It's about this, this. I don't know. I just keep thinking of this episode and the the last two episodes as like this um tragedy folk tale. Like it is very Romeo and Juliet. It's Shakespearean. It's epic. There's all these characters. Like it's just such an epic way to end the season. Yeah. Um it's like it's just beyond what the show has done before. It's very very grand and it operatic. Is so grand. Yeah. It is an opera. Yeah. This is it. And I really think Angel waking up, I, I, I'm i like, it is Romeo and Juliet. The poison. Yeah. And yes, totally. And when waking up and seeing him yeah. there, you know, waking up and seeing Buffy there only to die, it's just, it's cruel. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's too, it's too cruel. Yeah. So the fates may be restoring some kind of balance, I don't know. Mm. Um, and, and not to mention the fact that we have Angel as, he's now being introduced to us as a guardian angel of a vampire slayer, helping her. But is this, like, the punishment he deserved? Maybe. Like, is, is that this why this happened? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Do the fates deal injustice in the same way? Yeah. Is this that? I think it's a really, really good idea mm-hmm. to think about. Mm-hmm. I think most people think about Buffy and Angel having free will. I think if you see them as characters in this humongous prophecy of of stories, it kind of blows your mind. But yeah, was this what... Was this the world actually evening the score? Or, like, was this what the Romani people, like... Intended? Is this the ultimate um, suffering? Like, for me, no. For me, for me, it is the ultimate suffering, but the Romani people just wanted him to suffer with his soul. Yeah. And, and the, the fates, like, the even more powerful energies at work mm-hmm. took his soul away from him mm-hmm, to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is so grand. It's so good. The actors in this show bring such emotional depth to this very, very silly show. Yes, they and they all did. They all had their, like, very kind of emotional scenes in these past two episodes. Yes. And it's just so excellent. 
Okay, G, should we do our favorite lines? Let's do our favorite lines. Okay. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um, mine happened like right at the end and it's Oz. And, and they're talking about like they don't know what happened. And he's like, well, we know the world didn't end because, well, check it out. <laughs> Stoner. So Oz. Check it out. <laughs> I love it. I have, um, I've had a really bad day, okay? And then she goes on and on. She's talking to Whistler. Uh-huh. And she just, like, grabs him by the neck and pushes him up against the wall. And she says, if you're going to crack jokes, then I am going to pull out your rib cage and wear it as a hat. It's just <laughs> so good. I also love, oh, well, just Angel saying, now that's everything, huh? No weapons, no friends, no hope. Take all that away and what's left? She says, me. It's just me. so, I still think about that if I'm <laughs> feeling like a lack of Your confidence. Emotions. I Yeah. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. It's just so good. It's so healthy. This show makes me healthy. Oh, I love when Willow asks, are we ready? And, like, Oz and Cordelia are helping her with the curse. And Cordelia just says, stinky herbs are a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. And that joke she makes about Willow's hair. Yeah. Or, like, where, like, they're like, you're not looking so good. She's like, yeah, your hair is really flat. And your <laughs> lips. And your lips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Okay, so... We are going to do one more episode, the trivia, season two trivia. We did this last season. We did a season one trivia. I did very well, but this is a more epic <laughs> trivia, so. Yeah. I don't know. Almost double the episode. I don't know if I'll do as well, because it's a lot. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you have a really high personal best. You don't have to beat your personal best. But I, I don't do. remember what you, how well, I don't remember. I got 100%. <laughs> Uh, so that's the score to beat. <laughs> that's the score to beat. You're going to beat it. You're going to beat it. I can't wait to make it. Yeah. I can't wait to challenge you. It's a great way to end, end our, our season. And then we will be back with season three. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> Don't you worry. Can't wait for the trivia. Play along, play along. Play along. And, um... And rate, subscribe, uh, do all the things. We'll have an epic uh, Insta poll for this one, too. We will. Oh, and it's fitting to end this one with me saying what the Gur-Arg says, little demon. He says, Gur-Arg, I need a hug. I need a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Sweet dreams. Arg, gur, gur, arg.